0: Hi, my name is Judith O'Leary, Managing Director of Represent. Welcome to our podcast. It's called Represent Report and this is the first one we've done. Uh, We hope you enjoy it. In this podcast we're going to look at social media which presents us with so many opportunities and challenges and we'll touch on all of those. We'll uh, we'll show you how to plan your social media and we'll let you know what makes amazing social media. So I think most likely out of all of those you'll know what social media has really touched you and made you sit up and take notice and it's really good to keep that to the front of mind when you're going through this podcast so you can really kind of understand why it really works for you. So the biggest challenge I think that all of us are faced with is standing out. Uh, Separating yourself from the pack on social media can be extremely challenging, particularly if you're a small business, you don't have a lot of time to spend on it, or you have limited resources in terms of software to make your social media stand out and and be noticed. Hundreds of thousands of tweets and posts and pictures are shared on social media every minute, so it can be so easy for your content to get lost. So how can you stand out and how can you use some really good tips to be creative? So the opportunity is there and it really is. There is a really good chance if you plan ahead, you can have great content that doesn't take a long time to um, prepare. It's about using great visuals, looking at some of the um, websites that offer free access to photographs is really, really good. There's some great software on there that can can help you pull together some sort of short videos videos um, and gifts. so really have a good explorer. Um, on our um, on our blog if you check on our website there's some really good links to some of those tools that you can use and the really really good thing to do is really keep in mind who it is you're trying to talk to and that is essentially key to everything so if you have in mind who that person is or that type of person or what are their interests then you will naturally create content that's really creative but also very much targeted them so use different posting techniques and content types don't just use all video have a go with some images and plain text can sometimes work really well particularly if your copy is is absolutely sparkling so have a go at those networking tools online as well and see what facebook and twitter is saying look at the feedback and learn from it Social media algorithms make it easier for people to see updates from the accounts they actually want, they care about, and those sort of posts users feed as based on really the relevance um, and instead of just published time. So social media, media networks prioritise what content a user sees in their feed, first by the likelihood of them actually wanting to see it. And that is why engagement and direct communication is key to beating this challenge. The opportunity that this presents really is an opportunity for you to provide your audience with great, meaningful content. If you get your content right, you don't need to worry about the algorithms because they will naturally post that on the sites of the people that you're trying to target. So um, really what we would say here is community management of your social media is as important as the content creation. So that's monitoring, listening to what people you're saying, responding it very much is a conversation and if you engage well with your audience they'll respond better and that will help you um, help you with the algorithms. The other opportunity that you have is really to tell your story So if you are authentic in your communication, people will naturally warm to you. They'll naturally want to engage with you and they'll feel that empathy towards your brand. And that's really, really important. Storytelling has always played a part in successful marketing. It helps you build your personality and create a connection with your consumers. It also gives you a clear identity. It's your story, so therefore nobody else can tell it. So 80% of your posts, as a rule of thumb, should be about adding value and brand building, so talking about your brand in a way that appeals to people. And that is really important for lots of reasons. One, which is getting that engagement right, but two, when something goes wrong, you're more likely to have a band of really committed followers and real ambassadors for for your brand. So a crisis... Could happen online, you could say something that um, was that annoyed your audiences, or it could be something that happened offline, maybe in a store, that people will then take online and they'll start to berate you online, which can cause a lot of upset for people, um, but also it can be quite damaging to the brand. So what you need to do here is make sure that you have first a committed and loyal band of followers, and that takes time to build. But secondly, you have a plan and a process in place for dealing with the negativity online. And that could be um, what if somebody says X, Y, and Z. So planning those scenarios in advance will give you real confidence that you are able to respond to them in a way that is thoughtful rather than a knee-jerk reaction. We have another session on crisis comms as a podcast coming up over the next couple of weeks. So do log back on as it's quite a complex and um, subject that we need to spend a bit more time on. But having an engaged audience is to understand your brand definitely helps as it is being prepared. Uh, so those are the two takeaways from that. In terms of setting your strategy, and this is where people really struggle, uh, they, they just post and they think that if they continue to post that eventually it will turn out okay. But actually, as with all things, you really need to have a strategy. And that is based around who it is you're trying to talk to and what you want them to like and say and do. So the first thing is absolutely know your audience. And when we're working with clients, we do sort of pen portraits and personas of people that they're trying to engage with. And that really helps us get into the heads of those people. That then also helps us define which challenge is mo- most relevant to their audience. So if you are selling amazing shoes, Instagram is probably where you want to be. Whereas if you're a pers- personal, um, professional services organisation, then something like, uh, like LinkedIn is absolutely where you want to be. And your tone of voice is really important because particularly if you've got a number of people who are managing your social media content, there is a, a risk that the tone of voice could be reflected on, the, could reflect the person who's actually posting the content. Whereas actually you need to remember you're posting on behalf of a brand or a business. So you need people to understand what that brand and tone is is like. An innocent smoothie is probably the best example of somebody who nailed that tone of voice very, very early on. So if you want to kind of get a feel for what they did, I would suggest you follow them and see how they're responding to different things. Um, And that will help you really define your tone of voice. I'm not saying it's the same, but it will help you understand how they've made it come to life on their channels. And then we've already touched on this, but creating great content and listening and learning to you, the responses that you're getting from your people. So it, so it is a conversation. And if people are saying, that's great, I love it, do more of it. Or if they're just not responding, not sharing or not liking, then obviously you're not hitting the mark. And it is a process of learning and adapting as you go through so the other thing I would say is that social media changes all the time, as do your audience, as they get more sophisticated or their likes change. So really do review what you're doing on a regular basis um, and do not just assume just because you got it right in January, it'll still be the same content in December that's engaging with your audience. Check in every six weeks or so to see that it's still you're still on track. And moving on to content. Again, we've kind of touched briefly on this, but just as a a rule of thumb, what I would say is you really need to have a clear call to action. And if that call to action is only implied or if it's actually explicit, you need to have that in your mind when you're writing your content. So well-written, targeted content with you understanding what it is you want people to like or to do or to feel eye-catching photography and if you go onto our website we have some really good examples of free-to-use content that you can log on and you can use but please make sure that you're not breaching any copyright laws and also creating engaging film And again, that doesn't need to be done by a professional. It's great if you can afford it because sometimes it really, really does help. But you can do this on your iPhone and you can get great content. It's really about the subject. And we've all seen great examples of a home shop video that really engages and goes viral. Graphics particularly are good if you have a complex message in a business-to-business environment especially. So if you're talking about the economic impact an organisation makes, Putting that in figures on a graphic can really bring it to life and it makes it instantly shareable, which is really good. And then look at your structure in your post, make sure your hashtags are there, make sure you're connecting with the right people and make sure that you use Bitlink for shortening any complex links to anything. Um, that really and it makes it really quite sharp and people are more likely to share. So thank you so much for listening. There's more great content on our blogs, on our website at representcoms.co.uk. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope that you've taken something from this podcast. Hope to hear from you soon.